Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Today we are going to find heaven in the simple things. In the things right there, right where you're sitting, close by, not hard to grab a hold of. I am your host, Siloan, and it is great to be with you. So a little bit more today from the incredible series of books, the Philokalia. More from volume three in St. Peter of Damascus. The kingdom of heaven is right here. It's right here. It's right around you. And the simple things lead you to it. I always love reading some of these old writings, many of which talk about the distractions in the world. And I think about when they were written and the kind of distractions they would have. You know, this was written at a minimum six, seven hundred years ago, maybe a thousand years ago. They didn't have TV, they didn't have radio, they didn't have video games, um, and many of those things. You know, I just saw a family member on Facebook, and you know, it's an innocent thing. You know, they, they got some young kids, and they said, what video game system do you recommend? And it was all I could do to not snarkily respond books. I mean, if you want to be sure that your children are going to have a hard time focusing on the kingdom of heaven, just get them as many things as you can to distract them that keep them distracted, that, that, that allow them to follow their most base impulses. Just go ahead and do that. But I digress. So let's get back to this passage from Peter of Damascus. The entire passage focused on Luke chapter 17, verse 21. Behold, the kingdom of heaven is within you. Straight from the good book, folks. So he begins. How witless we are when for the sake of things that are paltry and transient, we do not aspire to receive great and eternal blessings. Every day, folks, that's what he's saying. Every day we have an opportunity to partake in amazing eternal things that God's grace in the kingdom of heaven offers us. Yet, what do we feed ourselves with? Paltry things, transient things. TV, media, internet, video games. Things that leave us hungry. Things that take us away from the great and eternal blessings. He goes on talking about just that. We reject what is good and we pursue the opposite. What can be simpler than giving a glass of cold water or a piece of bread? Or than refraining from one's own desires and petty thoughts? Now, what's he saying there? That partaking of the kingdom of heaven, understanding what grace is, living in a moment 
where our thoughts are focused on heaven? What allows us to do that? Well, simplicity, for one. You know, instead of going to McDonald's, instead of this big, huge, sumptuous meal, maybe just a glass of water and a piece of bread. You know, fighting against your inner desires, sitting there in a corner with a Bible. You know, I can think of old pictures from when I was a kid. This old man praying. There's like a glass of water there and a little platter with a piece of bread on it and a Bible. Simplicity allows us to focus. It also allows us to what? The second part of that sentence, to refrain from our own desires and petty thoughts. You know, once even eating becomes more than just what you need to do to survive, what's that allow you to do? The more it becomes this sumptuous thing, it activates our appetites. It activates the part of us that wants to think of great things. Oh, what if this meal was here or there? And it takes us away from what matters. Because in every moment is an opportunity to find grace. He continues, Yet through such things, the kingdom of heaven is offered up to us. By the grace of him who said, Behold, the kingdom of heaven is within you. So Christ said to us in Luke, The kingdom of heaven is within you. How do we partake of that? How do we reach out to it? How do we own it? How how do we make heaven not something that we think, oh, we might experience when we die, but it's something that we can experience right now because it's within us. How do we do that? We do that by controlling our desires, controlling our petty thoughts through simplicity through prayer, through fasting, through reading scripture, through going to church. You see, he continues, the kingdom of heaven is not far away. It's not outside us. It's within us. Simply choose to overcome the passions and you will possess it within you because you live in accordance with God's will. See, one of the biggest mistakes I see Christians make is, is, is they see, you know, the ultimate sacrifice, Christ dying on the cross as forgiving us, but then opening us to the possibilities of what heaven is going to be like when we die. And see, it's much more than that. Heaven is right now. Heaven is right now. It's not just something you experience when you die. You know, in a sense, your journey as a Christian begins when you believe that Jesus overcame death. It's not the end, it's the beginning. It's when you are truly able to begin to follow and understand and commune with God and heaven right now. That's what it's about. That's what's so amazing about the Christian journey if you allow it to take hold in your life. That's what's so amazing about prayer and fasting, which, by the way, American culture is horrible at. And all my Protestant friends listening, fasting opens a doorway to amazing things. And it is not a denominational thing. It is a Bible thing. Read the New Testament. See how many times it talks about fasting, about tempering our desires, tempering our ego, learning that cold water and a piece of bread 
might be the very thing that leads you to experiencing the peace and the grace of the kingdom of heaven right now. That is the doorway that Christ's sacrifice opens up for us. And then what happens? It's not my words. It's not the words of some holy wise men. It's the words from the Bible. The kingdom of heaven is within you. It's there every moment of every day. You know, when when I find myself getting depressed over something or getting anxious, especially as I get older, typically I'm able to come out of it when I wake up and I realize everything I need is right here. Everything I need is right here. The, The immenseness of the universe, the eternity of heaven, the grace of God, it's right here. I don't need all that money. I don't need all that acclaim. I I don't need people telling me I'm okay. Everything I need is right here. It's in the Bible, just reading a verse and listening to it and owning it and being quiet. You know, there's, you know, two simple things last night made me think of this. And in the moment, I swear to you, it was like I was in heaven. The first one was just telling stories to my kids. You know, the little ones, especially, you know, they're about, you know, 9, 10, 11 or younger. They're still in big time. Daddy, tell me stories. And I usually do. And last night, it was two. You know, the first one was about me and my friends from youth, Boomer Beanie Bedingy, the Talking Bears. We went on an adventure to a zoo and we met lions and tigers and giraffes and Julius really wanted to know we came across a zebra which we did and I told him it was as fast as a horse and it went so fast it was like it was flying and his eyes lit up and he buried his elbows in my chest and he got closer and I was in heaven and then when that story was done Gabe's a little bit older he wanted of course to hear about Jedi and Mandalorians So, of course, I relayed a story about when I was a young Jedi and me and Master Yoda and a Mandalorian had to fight off some Sith only for the Mandalorians to be double-crossed. And then Gabe's drew closer. Didn't quite put his elbows on my chest because Julius was there. But we were all together in bed. And then I was finished, and it was bedtime, and they wanted more stories. They didn't cost any money. I didn't have to travel to a faraway land. I didn't have to go to church and have some mystical experience. Right there, right in my house. Right in front of me. Was the kingdom of heaven. And then, I was just sitting in our bedroom with my wife. Two chairs we found off a Craigslist for like a hundred bucks. They match, they're cute. They fit her probably a little bit better than me, but that's kind of what we were looking for. And we sit there in those chairs and we just talked. We just talked. And it was a beautiful thing. And as I sat there listening to her, I think it helped that I had talked to the kids. It was like our lives together just kind of reeled right in front of me. And I could see it in her face. I could see her when we met, and I could see her when 
she was first pregnant with Isaac, and I could see her in bad times, and I could see her in good times. And it was a comforting feeling knowing that after all of that, there we were together. After what's now decades together. Completely happy, completely at peace, needing nothing else except each other, to be sitting in that room, listening to each other, loving to each loving each other, turning off the lights, laying down, going to sleep with the person you were gonna spend the rest of your life with. And in that moment, I experienced the kingdom of heaven because it is within you and you find it in the simple things. You find it when you turn away from the desires that our carnality and the demons put in us, when you turn away from petty thoughts, when you turn away from things that distract, you focus on things that allow you to focus, maybe cold water and a piece of bread, and then you find the kingdom of heaven within you or within a child or within someone you love, or maybe it's with going on a walk with your pet. Maybe it's going in the woods. Maybe it's being alone. Maybe it's looking at pictures. Whatever it is, it is right there. Don't let the evils of this world distract you. Don't let the signs of the times distract you. Focus on the things that matter. Focus on the kingdom of heaven. And in this day, and in this hour, and in this moment, you can find the things that are eternal, that don't just begin when we die, they begin right now. So until next time, my friends, aim high, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter. I'm your host, Silouan. Until tomorrow, hope you're getting ready for Thanksgiving coming up in just a couple of days. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.